Trash Talk. I'm Wayne. I'm Chase. I'm Dean. I'm Ryan. Ryan, thanks for joining us this week. Of course. Thanks for having me, guys. Chase and Derek, thanks for being on, as always. Again. I mean, hey, though, it's ending, right? We're going to be able to get back together real soon. Hopefully. That's what they say. That's what they say. I'm hoping so. Yeah. I got to get a haircut with a face. It'd be nice to walk around. Walk around where? I said it would be nice to walk to Sullivan's after a show sometime or something. Oh, yeah. Just even having you guys here in the studio again will be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah, uh, you can enjoy my farts, not just me enjoying them. <laughs> yeah. Derek, you're excited for your haircut next week? Two weeks. Two weeks away? Yeah, she doesn't open until the 13th. Oh, yeah, that's right. Shit. Dang. And mine's the 23rd, so I got three weeks. All right, well, um, I've heard there's been some new hobbies acquired throughout all this. Chase, you been doing something new? I bought it yesterday, so. <laughs> Dramatic pause. What'd you buy? It's pretty fun. <laughs> what? What? What'd you buy? Oh, I bought a metal detector. Sorry, you cut out. <laughs> well, um, what'd you find? Uh, a lot of trash. <laughs> and, uh, <coughs> couple coins. That's about it. Wow. How long Where'd you go uh, hunting at? Humboldt Park. And how long? About two hours. Hmm. All Six minutes right. and two hours. We make a living off that. It, it kind of sucks like when you're right next to the road because that's where all the trash is pretty much. Yeah. You got to go into the deep woods right. where like. Well, I, right. I did. Where the bodies are at. You pull a ring off a finger. I went way up on top of a hill like right by this old tree and I was going around it and I found a, I found a nickel and it was from 2018. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is this? Wow. It is pretty. Must odd. be a new hill. Yeah, I don't know. I was kind of pissed off. What are you hoping to find? Oh, I don't know. Something worth something. Worth something. Maybe uh, some rings or, or something. I don't know. It's just fun to get out. and It's kind of exciting. It's kind of like fishing. You know, you don't know what you have on the other end. Yeah. Just get it's around. It's fun. Dig I enjoyed it. it. Yeah. Could Dig. be a dead hooker. Yeah, I find a ring is wearing chainmail. Oh, geez. What no, I'm gonna there? find a dead hooker, and the ring is still gonna be on her hand. I'm gonna be like, oh fuck, I gotta take the ring off and bury her again. <laughs> <laughs> Dig her up in your little garden spade. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't go after like the gold files or whatever fillings. Where do you find that at? In their mouth. In their mouth? Yeah. Oh, the fillings. Yeah. The caps, you mean? That's yeah. great Nazi shit right there, Lane. Well, I mean, if you're going to be stealing rings off, might as well take the gold. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, isn't gold Is there any gold around? around? No. It's too sand hilly. No gold? No gold. No real gemstones either. There's some agate, but yeah. What'd you call me? <laughs> I think it's a gate. Agate? A gate? No, it's agate. Yeah. Um, well, I'm excited. Hey, what'd you call I kind of want to go and see if you find any agates while we're out there. You go around Hummel Park long enough, you'll find some agates. <laughs> <laughs> well, like Terry was saying, they did have that fur trapping out there a long, long time ago, so they had to drop something. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. you go near that sign? Uh, I was kind of by the, the stairs, you know, the – creepy stairs that go up or whatever. I was kind of over there. Yeah, because doesn't the sign say it's like the first fur trading post on this side of the Missouri, I think? I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what you could find out there. So let's do it. Let's go. I'm down. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of ground out there too to cover, so I don't know. Pretty fun. Get like, two, three people out there and just start swooping, you know, and just map out grids and see what you find. Do you, Where do you, you buy it? Walmart? No, I went to Bass Pro Shop. Of course. Really? Got to get the heavy duty stuff. Yeah. So do you do a more of a vacuum where you're like back and forth or are you mopping side to side? Or you're you're back and like this, and you're supposed to keep it level too. So if you go like this, it don't work as well, I guess. I, yeah. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos. <laughs> that makes sense. All right, you gonna take it out to the Fremont Lakes and find some buried treasure? No shipwreck. Yeah, shipwreck. <laughs> a couple hookers. Yeah. I mean, you might have some luck on like the plat beach whales out there <laughs> in the sandbars. I can't. I can't put it in the water. It is waterproof on the end of it. Oh, really? <coughs> yeah, I bet the Flat River would find you a bunch of old stuff. Yeah, nothing you yeah. want. That thing is filled with nothing but trash. Yeah. You, can, can. you find your rings on a finger there, though. You could find guns. Someone <laughs> throws a gun in there. Fucking Zippo lighters, too. Yeah, anything yeah. people lose in the river. I mean, probably a lot of trash. I mean, yeah. I like virginity in the river. Say that again. I said I lost my virginity in the river. Maybe that'll turn up. Is it metal? Was it the chastity belt? That it torn off. Yeah, I took it off and threw it in the water. There you go. It doesn't count if you're by yourself. <laughs> I was with you, remember? <laughs> I was just watching from a distance. That's <laughs> other side of the canoe. belt off. I went in on that. <laughs> well, you looked back a couple times, so you weren't that far. <laughs> hey, man. What happens on the river stays on the river. All right. <laughs> Stop looking at me. You're making it awkward. <laughs> man, I'm having so many flashbacks. I don't even know. But anyways, buy yourself a metal detector. It's pretty fun, I think. That's yeah. about it. I think you're going to have to report right every week now of what you found. 
Yeah, I'm going to go here in a little bit. I'm going to go to Memorial Park with the kids, and there has to be something out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Probably buttons and paper clips. Yeah. Um, yeah, I bring stacks of paper out there all the time. Well, there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. bags that go bunch of, there. bunch of loose change. Who knows? <laughs> the these just throwing paper clips out there all the time now to fuck with me. Shit <laughs> <laughs> about plastic ones. Oh. Well, good. We'll have to get, I'll have to look into getting one of those. Yeah, it sounds like fun. Yeah, what did it cost? Like hundred bucks less? Uh well you don't <laughs> want to keep one. Well, mine was like 150 bucks for the one I got. You got the little oh, okay. wand too, you said, right? Yeah, I got a little wand, so when you dig the hole and you can't find it, you kind of just stick the wand in there and it detects it. Like, No shit. Yeah. Technology, man. So the plan is to probably have that paid back by like 2047 with all the loose change you find. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. That's if you average six cents a day for the next 40 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, keep get, that train. One day. <laughs> no, I, I just think it would be fun to find something that was kind of maybe actually worth something. I don't know. It could yeah. happen, but that's a long shot. Maybe it, a wedding Something wedding. super old? Absolutely. Yeah. If you find something, though, super old and super cool, would you even sell it or would you keep it? Well, if I could get a lot of money for it, yeah, fuck yeah. Is that before or after you put it in your butt? After. <laughs> Duh. Naturally. After. I always, I always put things in your butt before I give it away. That's how you get that true taste, right? Yep. Is that shit on this penny? <laughs> no. Yeah. No. That one what makes it worth so That's much. Real money. old shit. Yeah, there's pennies extra brown. <laughs> I have a few friends that have started using metal detectors. They found quite a few odds and ends. Someone's found like old nickels like that that are from like the 1700s or something like. Those are something. Yeah, yeah, probably five cents. But I mean, no, I'm just kidding. They're, I mean, it's it's cool find if you can find something like that. Yeah, there's some pretty common change back in the day that is worth like a hundred dollars, though, just kind of floating around how rare it is nowadays. Yeah, so find someone's old watch from the the 1800s or something like that. Oh, yeah, Civil War watch. Here in there you go. Well, we had uh, people trekking across the country, you know, to the old Oregon Trail, so. Oh, that's could true. find some, yeah, some I, some settler items. I bet if you go to the fur trading area, you might be able to find uh, some of them uh, in, in the West when it was getting settled. Still, they were making their own money, yeah, because uh, they weren't around any mints, you know, in that area. So they printed their own money, right. so it's kind of like rare, you know, it was a wide circulation. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, I think it'd just be cool to find some like old bullet cases or. Spur yeah. or something. 
Yeah. If you uh, come across like old buttons, sometimes too, like brass buttons and whatnot, um, you know, depending on how old it is, it, there's a chance it could be uh, um, from like old wartime uniforms and whatnot. You know, Continental Army. I don't know if they got all out here, but like Civil War, maybe uh, when they were moving the Native Americans out of land, uh, you might be able to find stuff from the old French Army that was out here. Yeah. They probably won't let you, but I'm sure they get a ton of requests. But like the Fort Atkinson up there in Fort Calhoun, yeah. you can probably find some that. gems around there if they let you walk around with one. Hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, it would be really neat if you found a cannonball. Cannonball? Yeah. Just a yeah. Big ass metal ball. Right. That probably wouldn't even be worth anything. Just be badass to have. Yeah, eh, you talk to the right people, you know, museums, I'm sure, you know, if you can, you know, confirm its authenticity. Yeah, yeah I'm sure you can make some money off that. Maybe. Yeah. All yeah, right. No, I kind of, I kind of looked online to like, kind of like uh, search and said like parks, old churches, abandoned houses. Oh, yeah. Churches like for sure. Churches, big dumbass people. Ocean. Yeah, big yeah, dumbass people are always dropping stuff. Yeah, like like old churches. Like I call I called the Saint Seal Saint Cecil or whatever cathedral. Yeah, I called them to see if I could get permission to do like go over there, but no one ever called me back. So yeah, well, they're probably like fucking stoner. Bible, you know, they turn it down. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you just have to do it. Turn to worship and fire metal. <laughs> so, what gave you this idea, Chase? Well, I've always wanted to try it. But like and recently, why did it pop into your mind? Like I should just go buy that. Well, I don't know. I'm getting bored. <laughs> so, That's true. That was the answer. Yeah. I was like, what? Bars aren't open. I gotta spend my money. I've somewhere. been riding the bike. I've been riding the bike around and trying to work out at home, and now frisbee golfing. And I'm like, fuck, dude. I like need something else to do. Yeah, I've been ordering lots of and possibly make money off of if I get enough good enough. Fine. Yeah. No, oh, I think it's a great hobby. You know, it's unique. For sure. Yeah. And it's like yeah. someone can always tag along with you and you're just like, dig that hole. Dig right Fishing there. was probably the best analogy. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Nice. All right. All right. Any, well, no one yeah. else have any cool, cool things they're doing in quarantines? I've been baking uh, bread lately. <laughs> Oh, that's that, fucking man. awesome. That's cool shit. That's Wait, the second time fun. I've heard someone baking bread. That's cool, though. Yeah, I got a good recipe for peasant bread, which is awesome for dipping in the soup because it doesn't get soggy. Hmm. I like it. But it's, like, really absorbent, too. Peasant bread. That's yeah. It's got to be made with some good old-fashioned stuff. Yeah, it's simple as fuck. It's basically flour, water, um... 
shit. That, that's basically it. A little salt, sugar, and I think some cornstarch or something. Yeast. Concrete. Oh, oh uh, baking soda. Oh, there you uh, go. Flour, water, shit, baking soda. <laughs> Got it. And Top it shit. Up. Blow a load on shit. it. Blow Popping. <laughs> You're right. The finisher. <laughs> like finishing salt. But yeah. finishing shit. <laughs> Something like that. Dry your shit out sprinkle it. Just scratch your butt right above it. Nice. So, Derek, <laughs> you've been making shit bread with yeast, right? <laughs> um, you have yeast in yeah, your house. Yeah, the perfect bread needs a little bit of yeast, but it doesn't even need to like activate really. You know, like usually a lot of breads, you got to let the yeast sit for. 15 or more minutes. Um, yeah. this, he just makes everything up real quick and um, outside of waiting for it to rise, it's it's pretty minimal effort. Hmm. But is it pretty good though? Yeah, it's awesome. It's a, I did, a, I've made a few loaves of it now. I did a one where I, I, I treated the bread a little differently and I was able to make some really good hoagie buns out of it. Um, nice. So it came out a little bit denser. And then if you do the regular recipe style, um, it's awesome for dipping into soup. Like it's because it's real spongy bread, so it absorbs a bunch, yeah. but it like does not get soggy at all. But you, nice. should, you should sell it. <laughs> you can go online and find a recipe, man. It's pretty minimal effort. Yeah, but you no one call has the D bread. <laughs> D bread. Don't you have to have a special little oven baker riser thing? No, no. Not I for some breads, no. You don't need a bread box or whatever it's called. To store it in? No, the no the, to make like it. A, there's to make oh, it. Yeah, oh, I used to have a bread maker. The thing crapped out the other week, so I've been baking bread in my oven. It works just fine. Those bread makers, the, the benefit they give you is that they'll mix everything, knead it for you. If it the, if the recipe you need calls for letting the yeast activate for so long, it takes care of. All. So it's really self automated. But you can bake any bread in your oven for the most part. So as long as you just know how to treat the dough and, and you know, follow instructions, basically. All right. Nice. Making some good dough balls. Big old dough balls. I've made a lot more noodles. I've done a ton of different noodles. But what I want to know dough balls. is if you've made any alcohol. <laughs> Not since college. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, I've actually trying to maybe learn how to brew beer. I've never done that. I've always wanted to try. I thought I thought for sure you'd have some toilet wine going or something. Yeah, I got a gas station right next to my house. I just walk over there. (laughs) (laughs) Wine pond. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Right. (laughs) That's actually really fucked up. It's a good thing to have in times of apocalypse. Some yeast, so you can make some toilet wine. (laughs) <laughs> yeah i don't put it in a toilet though well yeah right for the better apocalypse and that's all you got it's a jail wine yeah i don't think ryan knows i used to brew my own alcohol in, in college and sell it I've... have people of, of age buy me real alcohol <laughs> <laughs> man like yeah i had no idea that's pretty cool though well played that's a good business tactic for such a young man yeah, it was pretty That's fun. Nice. The, the first batch I did, I had a roommate uh, my, my uh, sophomore year who's from Kenya. His family was pretty well-to-do. His uncle was a brewmaster, and I guess Kenya is famous, famous for beer. 
Yeah, they've and, got good beers. So he got right. had like a rough recipe on how to make like basically a mead. So the first time we tried doing it, we got these two liter bottles and filled them with everything, did the yeast, and we just screwed on the caps. And about <laughs> two weeks later, um, we're sitting there watching TV in our dorm room. We hear thunk. You know, kind of look at him. Did you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I look back again. I'm like, what the fuck was that? Then all of a sudden, so you're dunk, 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 and they all start going. We <laughs> run back into our closet. They were all in his closet, blowing oh, no. the red liquid up all over his clothes. Holy <laughs> shit! <laughs> yeah. So after that, we got um, these big buckets with like super seal lids on them. Um, I, I later learned that if you use like a two liter bottle, you're supposed to do a balloon on top to seal it, and uh. then it allows it to expand. But just putting the regular lids back on, it'll just blow them off. But the big super ah. steel lids, they were plastic, so they had some give, and they'd bubble up, you know? And then yeah. um, you kind of wait for it to get loose again, and you could open it up and siphon out the alcohol because you kind of have some sludgy stuff at the bottom of the yeast settled. Right. Uh, Man, nice fun. work. It tasted pretty good, though. It was a, I bet. It was a wine loopy drunk. Um, it's a tr fun fact is when Chase and I met Derek, he was in his closet pouring the Hawaiian punch in the bucket to make some. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, hey, General Who's <laughs> glasses? Hey, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Dollar General, we'd get like Hawaiian punch and a bunch of other sweet, sugary, um, like off brand Sprite and stuff like that, and dump it all in this huge fucking bucket, throw in our yeast and seal it up. and but it was Wait, it was moving cool. day when this all happened the first time. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. As soon as school started, better make a round of hooch, start selling it to the freshmen. <laughs> yeah. And that was us. I walked to a, awesome. I walked to a party with a book bag that had a big thing of Hawaiian punch. Your stuff. <laughs> I went to a party and I was passing it around and everybody was drinking it. Good time. Yeah, they all got AIDS. Yeah. No, they all got coronavirus. That's where it came from. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't so no wedding come from China. Dang. Okay. Mind blown. It was handmade. <laughs> I synthesized that shit. Just took a while for it to get a good footing. The um, alchemist. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Uh, speaking of well done... Uh, Huskers, well done, oh. brothers. Lamar Jackson, That's did he get Lamar. drafted or was he an undrafted free agent? He, uh, he got signed undrafted from uh, uh, to the Jets. Yep, I know they were really excited to get him. Uh, a lot of teams wanted him. Yeah, well, but his combine didn't give him a whole. Uh, didn't give ever, anyone any good feels because there was talks he was going to be in like the second or third round at, in these uh, like pre-draft projections right after the season started, and then we run like a four or five or something. Yes, yeah, the high four or five. I mean, he only I think his vert was average too, and I mean. He's not well spoken, so maybe you know some of the meetings didn't go well. I don't know, but um, yeah, for a guy that th was thought to go to the second or third round to to be an undrafted free agent, some, some the, the Jets got him as as a steal. That's for sure. I think. Yeah, <laughs> he'll develop nicely. You know, oh yeah, 
He just needs a program. Yeah. Um, as well as the Darian got went to the Niners. Yes, we haven't had a, a Niner or the Niners haven't had a Husker in quite a long time. So I was excited that he uh that he came over. He'll and probably he was, earn himself a practice squad and he uh spot. He's he's a hard worker. And that's the first he was a free agent too, right? Yeah, free agent. So I didn't watch the rest of the draft, but I saw that the other the Davis brothers both got drafted, but I didn't see where. Yeah. I think it was uh, um, sixth and seventh. Real Davis. And he was picked 194. That was the sixth round. And and then Carlos went to Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. in the seventh round. What? So, what teams again? Uh, Pitt, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, Pittsburgh for Carlos, and, uh, yeah. Buccaneers. and Tampa uh, Bay. And so, Carlos yeah, will be backing up and uh, Sue. Oh wow! But they won't. Will they play each other? Who? The Davis twins? The yeah. They could, I guess, at some point, because, well, I mean. Pittsburgh's in the AFC and Tampa's in the NFC. So they're in completely different divisions, conferences, and whatnot. But weirder shits has happened to where they could play against each other. All right. But they're both in the D line, though. They wouldn't be going up against each other. Right. All right. Well, that's all the draft news I care about. (laughs) (laughs) Ryan, how'd you feel about the Niners draft? Uh, overall, fucking pretty sweet. Pretty Who sweet, was the man. First guy? I can't remember his name. Um, uh, Javon Kinlaw. Kinlaw. Yeah, I liked him. Yeah. His, uh, I, I didn't know much about him. I, so, so I turned on some tape, of course, because that's what you do. And, and he's, he plays high, but man, is he strong as fuck. Um, like, definitely gets after it. He's, he made some, a ton of plays. Um, you could tell that it, He's definitely going to be adequate in replacement to Defoe Buck, but uh, I don't know if uh, – <laughs> hey, Chase. I don't I, know I, if he's going to be, like, the exact class. replacement, but I think he'll do pretty well. I've been blown away by how many guys the Niners have been moving, especially off their the starters in the yeah. line. They lost two starters we, and traded, right? Yeah, we had to make a ton of moves. That way we could keep – you know, we get Kittle's going to get signed here pretty soon. That's going to be a big contract. You know that. Um, and then we had to, we, we had a crowded backfield. So one of those guys had to go and Brita was the easiest to dispatch. Mostert had the, the, the big finish to last year. So he kind of earned the right to stay. We get, uh, the guy who's we've had for three years. Well, it'll be three years when we start the season and, uh, we haven't used him yet. And, um, his name escapes me right now, but we picked him up from Minnesota a few years ago. Scat mm-hmm. back, paid him a. Uh, we paid him a uh, Jarek McKinnon. There we go. We McKinnon, um, yeah. and we paid him a big set of set of bills, and then he promptly shred his ACL, and then comes back yeah, next season, does the same thing again preseason. So yeah, it's we'll finally have him back. Then you get Tevin Coleman, Matt, uh, not Matt Breida, but uh, Raheem Mostert. And then that uh, Jimmy James Walker Jr. kid, that's you know pretty fast too, which that made sense. 
Marquise Goodman or Marquise Goodwin's contract was kind of heavy that needed to go. So getting him to go to Philly was a hell of a good move. And then getting the, um, getting the draft picks from Defoe Buck that, that, that helps as well. So yeah, pretty excited about how, how we did everything for sure. Well, how about, how about you, D? Well, uh, I know the Chiefs got one of those LSU guys. We got um, Clyde Edwards. Yeah, Edward yeah. Uh, yeah. I was that was a good running that. back grab. Y'all have needed, a- like, since what's-his-name left. I forget his name now because uh, he went to Cleveland after the – Yeah, Hunt. What was his name? Kareem yeah, Hunt. Hunt. Yeah, you guys need, have needed a, a certain replacement since he's left. Yeah, I, I was shocked. Uh, Makes you well, even I- scarier. He's the perfect fit for our system. I'm stoked to see what he does. Um, man, how about LSU though? They had the bookends in the first round with uh, last pick Clyde yeah. going from the first pick Burrow, and then they had all those guys in between. I think they set the record. I, I think or tied the record right. for the first round picks, and then I think they did tied set it. the record for right. most picks yeah. ever out of a draft class. That yeah, insane. That's that was insane. Yeah, that was absolutely insane. Ever in college football history, and I put him right up there with with the ninety four, ninety five Huskers. Yeah, that team was wicked salty. I man, I can't say we that that ninety five team would stop them very well. That uh, if we could go down that rabbit hole, but they had that LSU team was crazy. Yeah, every single every single. One. <laughs> yeah, they probably smoke that 95 team i'm sorry but that that there's just too too many too many pieces of talent in every position i think so who had the better draft the chiefs or the niners i'd probably say us because we didn't i I, we haven't talked about this but we got trent williams after joe staley like retired like same day joe daly uh, joe staley not daly joe staley retired and we go and grabbed Trent Williams from well, that uh, the Redskins. Well, it was part of some draft picks we got. We <coughs> dished. It. I mean, it was part of the draft deal. No, you put this some is kind of why I'm including it. So, yeah. Um, the wide receiver pick. I mean, even though we, we didn't have a lot of picks overall, but I feel like we nailed every spot that we needed. Offensive line, uh, wide receiver, defensive line, and then – uh, we got an extra tight end who can block real well. So thought maybe us, but barely because Kansas City had a pretty good draft too. I like that left tackle Casey got. Um, Nyang is his name. Um, Chase yeah. Young, the guy that was number two overall, they asked him who was the toughest guy you ever went up against in college, and he, he said Nyang was. Nyang was yeah. supposed to be uh, – they, they said he was the best tackle prospect before this past college year. He had to call it a year short, though. He had to get uh, his hip rotator cuff uh, surgery oh. on it. Um, but he, in three years as a starter, never gave up a sack and had only three penalties. And on top of that, one of the best defensive ends to come out in a while came out and said he was the best guy I ever went up against. That's so I think, a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so both their tackles are over 30 right now, and they're both have been to the Pro Bowl. And Mitchell Schwartz is one of the best right tackles in the game, if not the best. So, I mean, they're, they, they're sitting pretty. They think that guy could start at guard this year and they can kick him out the tackle uh, when they need, um, if, you know, if they got to do some contract stuff and drop some guys for, you know, basically to handle Mahomes' contract. Um, they did get this linebacker in the second round, freak mm-hmm. athlete out of uh, Mississippi State. 
Uh, yeah. He ran a four four six, I think it was, at four hundred and forty six pounds. The guy running a four four that much weight, just a freak. He, uh, they thought that he'd be a first round pick if he would have stayed at school, but uh, he came out early and he, he's, I think he's going to be at Chris Jones was for us. Chris Jones is the same thing. Yeah. He'd be a first round pick, and if he would have stayed one more year, same school. Um, so I like the first three guys we got. We we got a couple cornerbacks too that are again freak athletes uh, from smaller schools. Uh, one of them's only played yeah, that's safety. Four years. No, he's not even going to play safety. Even the cornerback in college, they put him at safety because they had to out of necessity. His natural position is cornerback, that Tulane guy. Yeah. Which might come in handy now that Bashad Breeland got arrested. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Got that 3.37 speed. Yeah, did you see that tight end that, um, that Denver there. picked up? No, Denver. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he's like 250 pounds. He's like 250 pounds, and he ran a 4-4-1-40. Yeah, I'm going to pull him up I just so I can I, – I'm not even going to try and pronounce his name because it's ridiculous. It's Albert something, and then it goes on. Uh, those Nigerian names are really hard to pronounce. But, yeah, his name's Albert, and uh, now – and. Denver looks kind of Albert, scary if they can if they Albert can pull it together. <laughs> yeah, Missouri. that guy. Yeah, uh, kind of put together quite the combine. Uh, ran like a four, like I said, four four one forty at two hundred, almost two hundred and sixty pounds or something like that. So you got him, Noah Fant, Jerry Judy. Oh, man, Denver's got well, the whole AFC West outside of the Chargers. Everybody loaded up on getting a bunch of fucking. Yeah. Trying to keep up with the Chiefs, right? That's basically what they were saying on the broadcast too. Every time one of these like one of these teams were picking these like super speed guys, they were like, "Well, they gotta gotta be able to score points when they play the Chiefs this year," you know. So, <laughs> hey, I got a question. Oh yeah, what's that? Is is, is NFL star supposed to be practicing right now? Uh, I don't think they're going to have OTAs no. this year, it sounds like. Um, yeah, I think OTAs would be starting soon, but not like actual practice. They had the rookie mini camp would usually happen. Then you got the OTAs in like no. June or July, probably June. And then after that, regular mini camp um, is either late July. Yeah, I think in July mini camp starts. So that, I think they're, they're hoping to have everything going in just regular mini camp. I think everything else they're not expecting to have. Is that the same with college? Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, man. It's pretty everything. Yeah, college really hasn't shown any hands yet. The NFL has talked more about trying to get practices going than NCAA right now. They're not even sure they're going to have a season yet. I mean, they're really yeah. – I mean, they probably will, but they, the, the contingency plans for keeping people safe, like they're not even sure what would happen. So, I, I mean, it's a wait and see for every sport, but especially football. Yeah, and there's all this talk of games actually taking place in empty stadiums because yeah. you can't trust uh, 80,000 or if you divide it in half so you only let like twenty to 40,000 people into a stadium, you can't trust everyone's going to sit far enough away and be – yeah, it's just not – it's not logistically possible. So they're actually talking of playing empty stadiums, which is crazy. Well, and the even crazier spill off of that is that that's going to bring down – 
for the first time ever in league history, if it works out that way, there's a really good chance that you might end up with a lower salary cap, which is going to fuck yeah. up a lot of teams. Like probably every team, yeah. as far as their contract situation, True. you have to start cutting people. Yeah. Yep. Would people well, be okay with playing with empty stadiums? They're like, fine. Yes, I'll watch it on TV. People will watch it on TV. Play. Just play. Well, what about I think from a fan perspective, yeah. You're that might take holders, though. The only thing that might happen as a benefit as far as the salary cap stuff goes, people are going to watch sports. If you can't attend right. a game, you're going to watch if you're a fan. And that might drive up the contract for any TV uh, contracts with any league team or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that might be the only saving grace as far as salary caps go. Hmm. Yeah. But there's already well, yeah, negotiated contracts for all that stuff. So, I mean, what, I, I don't know what, you, what would happen as far as retroactively trying to renegotiate that stuff. But can they I just mean, the not- primary income is ticket sales. So if no one's buying tickets, you got to be able to, you know, you got to shift – shift that money, you know, from somewhere or, you know, could a team go bankrupt? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think they'd let it happen, but I mean, yeah, if it went on for years, you could probably the owner in their money in. Well, there's talk major league baseball won't even open up their minor leagues. So they're going, but they'll play the, uh, the major leagues are going to play. So they're talking of expanding the the roster so they can accommodate all these extra players who aren't going to, you know, get to play in their minor league seasons. Hmm. I wonder how they're going to come up with that money because you you have to people so, someone's going to have to take a pay cut. Baseball yeah. money's out out of this world. Yeah. Nebraska's not going to get their sellout crowd like they always do every year either. Oh shit! That's a funny. That's a funny asterisk right there. So it'll go from like <laughs> there's a lot of asterisks. So it'll go from like forty freaking thousand to fucking ten. Zero. Wow. <laughs> wow. I mean, think about uh, there was a really interesting article in Sports Illustrated this week about like Mike Trout. You know, he's 29 years old now. He's at that peak part of a career for most athletes where. You have not just the knowledge of the game, but it's crisscrossing with your physical peak too. And there's so many athletes just like that that they're good chance they're going to miss out on a season. Yep. And you might, you know, and, and not just a season, but like potentially a best season of a career. Someone, you know, yeah. Even stuff like this since like World War II. Right. Hmm. All the college exactly. athletes too. I mean, like just so many people that – whether or not you're professional or you're a college athlete or you're trying to go for the Olympics. And, you know, I, a lot of people are going to age out of stuff. A lot of people that, you know, maybe never have a shot at going pro, but they're going to miss out in their senior seasons. You know, it's, it's yeah. pretty heartbreaking. Wow. Yeah. Never thought about that. At least yeah, Mahomes there's... got that Super Bowl win, though. What's that? So at least Mahomes got that Super Bowl win, though, right? <laughs> Saving grace. It's pretty lucky. Hey, we don't have an NFL season. I guess that's just two years in a row. We're still champions. Fuck. Yeah, I think it will happen in some form or another. You know, it almost it has to. There's too much money involved in the NFL and keeping people entertained for that long. 
you ha- you have to have something. They'll like figure that. something out, I'm sure. They, they, they uh, I was listening to um, oh, I can't think of his name. The guy that runs the Ringer. Um, the he was talking about uh today uh how different sports leagues can continue games in a safe manner. But the point he brought up about football was basically like he, he wasn't really sure how football could do it in a safe manner. Out of all the sports, it's like you have such large rosters, um, the commute, traveling, you know, he's basically like saying like to, to do it properly for football, if you still need to be in a quarantine state, would just be logistically a nightmare. I mean, doable, but just very difficult. And then he brought up, I guess, Michael Irvin, former wide receiver for the Dallas Cowboys, was – had said some anecdotal stuff. It was like, you know, you can keep the players in the hotel, but you can't keep the women out. <laughs> it's true. Now, yeah. I was, was going to ask, even if they don't let people into Memorial Stadium, what's going to stop Nebraskans from tailgating? Uh, <laughs> nothing. Exactly. <laughs> there's enough. There's enough of them on the far right that that will not let their inalienable freedom to um, to you know assemble yeah. go to waste. They Ricky will make that happen. Sass will be down there passing out runzas and <laughs> all that good stuff. All right. Well, right. anything else about the draft we need to talk about? Wait. I got a question about the Patriots. They didn't. They didn't uh, get a quarterback. No, but they signed two undrafted. No, but ones. you still got out there. We got um, the Red Rifle from the fucking Bengals. Andy Dalton's going to be available. Yeah, he, Andy Dalton just got cut, so you imagine they're probably one of the first suitors for Andy Dalton. Hmm. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I can definitely see Belichick going for him. Which, uh, as soon as they did not get a quarterback, first thing in my mind was like, there's a lot of guys out there in free agency that have good backgrounds, solid to very good. I could definitely yeah. see them, like, you know, just playing the long game. Like, fuck it, I'm not putting draft capital on that. I know guys are going to be available. Right. Exactly. So, what about uh, Tua trying to get fucking Marino's number? Oh, I didn't hear about that. Yeah, I thought I saw a headline about it. I can't believe he's not retired with the Dolphins. Yeah, that the it Dolphins, is, were, isn't it? Yeah, it should be if it's not. But the Dolphins were really considering giving it to him, which is fucked up. I did not hear about that. I'm gonna look that up. That's insane. I thought Chase would have some sort of strong feeling. Is he a quarterback? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He might be. He was the Alabama guy. It is a retired number. And so I got what, Derek? Tua was trying to get it? Yeah, they do have his number retired. And the article I'm looking at is the Orlando Sentinel. And there's they're making the case that they need to uh, – they should not unretire his number to give it to Tua. Yeah, apparently it was a Florida columnist that suggested Dan Marino let Tua wear his number, and so yeah. that's where apparently this got sparked. Yeah, it's not Tua asking. Okay, that's a little more respectable. But, but Dolphin fans ain't happy. Well, why? I know, right? Be exactly. Happy? Why can't he pick twelve or fourteen or something? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's not him asking for it. It was somebody suggested he should do it, so now it's a thing. 
because there's no real sports on TV, so people are freaking out about (laughs) the stupid shit. Yeah, any stupid news like that. That's why Michael Jordan's documentary. Every time it airs, somebody's got a new podcast out an hour later. Talking about shit. There are so many memes. Every episode ends. You know, like you wait 10, 15 minutes. There are so many good little tidbits that come out online after that. After that I haven't airs. watched any of it. I don't have regular cable. Have you watched it? Same. Not at all. I'm with you. I don't. Uh, I don't have regular cable right now, so I uh, haven't watched it. You can find yeah, it the Ringer's podcast. They're doing a. I don't know if you follow the Ringer. They have a podcast. One of them is called uh, the Rewatchables. Now they have the rewatch of Bulls. <laughs> they come oh, nice. those episodes. Huh. I listen to one a day. They're pretty fun, actually. I was a big Bulls fan, Michael Jordan fan, growing up. I've Same. heard like the history of Michael Jordan, kind of like his uh, rivalry with uh, another team, the Pistons. Yeah, yeah. Early on in his career. Yeah. Celtics to a lesser degree, early, early, early on in his career. But another team like beating them. No, not Bird. Well, the Pistons used to beat the shit out of the Bulls, like physically. Yeah. And uh, I think after the ninety or eighty nine season. MJ put on like 15 pounds of muscle, and that's when they finally got past the Pistons and won their first championship. Yeah. They would like punish him. That's when they had Rodman on the team, Joe Dumars, Isaiah Thomas. He would go to the bucket, and they would just like basically spear tackle him into the lane. You know, they didn't fucking care. They're like, we're going to, we'll take the foul, but we're taking you out of the game too. That was our MO every game, was just blasting people into the stands. Yeah. They went up for layup. Yeah, there are a bunch of linebackers in that team. Pretty Bill, much. Bill Lambeer was another one. He was their center. Yeah. He was just this big, awkward bastard. Same thing, blasting people if they try, got too close. Yeah. I can like I get that in hockey, you know, right. but not basketball. Not the way the games play today, but back in like definitely Shit. 80s, maybe early 90s and like earlier for sure it was a much much more physical game than it is now the like, pistons are probably like why they changed all those rules to be fair yeah yeah <clears throat> was that was that with the malice at the palace no no that was the pacers yeah that was like 2002 or something like that yeah all right yeah yeah but that was involving the pistons though and they had uh ben Won like three yeah. or four different player of the year awards. Meta Hamilton. World Peace before he was Meta World Peace was with the Pacers. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh man, that was a fucking oh man. I remember waking up that morning and watching it on ESPN and being like, I know what I'm talking about when I get to school today at the lobby. <laughs> <laughs> right. It was always that or a Chappelle show. <laughs> right. Yeah. But outside of that, uh, all the memes, I haven't really seen much. Uh, I thought it was funny. One thing I heard was that, like, Michael Jordan, um, one time before practice, I guess Dennis Rodman lived across the street from the United Center. And so Mike had to, like, actually run across the street and drag Rodman out of out of bed just to make it to the – it was either practice or a game. So he, like, walks into the stadium in his fucking pajamas. I think I, I guess it had been caught on camera. Yeah. 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 And his documentary was saying, like, when so Rodman, if you remember, was with Carmen Electra. They got married for like two weeks. Yeah. What? 
Apparently yeah. he was fucking her on the court and shit. <laughs> practices and stuff. That's dope. And, uh, I don't blame him. I mean, I would. <laughs> if you have the opportunity oh, yeah. and you're fucking married to Carmen Electra, yeah, you, you do something like that. He's Probably paid someone handsomely to look the other way, too. Or look. <laughs> or look. He is that kind of guy, I mean. You don't break eye contact. <laughs> <laughs> I don't watch... <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, why not? Fifty bucks if I can grab a titty. I am, I am curious about this show though. It's a show, right? Yeah, it's yeah, a documentary. It's a documentary series. It's like I don't know how many episodes they'll have, like six or something. But I think it's ten. Like there ten. are ten okay. fucking episodes. Yeah. And they got the Alex Smith one now that's coming out too. I him coming back from his leg injury. Man, pictures online. Yeah, I was Jesus just going to say that. How the fuck Holy did he cow. not lose his leg? Yeah, that's from his knee. I've never down, seen like, probably at least fifty percent of his leg or damn near was black. I've never seen he that much black on on a leg, and someone kept it. You know, Who's like Alex, Alex Smith, Smith. Former quarterback for the Niners and the Chiefs and the Redskins. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Redskins game six. Yeah, Lane, you should pull that up. Nice background, by the way. That shit's hilarious. You should pull that up. Pull that photo of. Uh, uh, Alex Smith's leg. Oh, okay. Hold on. If you can find it. Oh, yeah. Look up Alex Smith's leg. You'll find it. It won't take long. The internet it's will come the nastiest will, picture uh, you'll see of this week. The internet will come through. How did he get so infected? Was it infected or what? He had a, a spiral fracture down his tibia. So basically the whole bone down your shin spiral fractured which is like the worst fucking case you could possibly have and he had and there was another type of fracture too so he had two of them yeah he had like a compound spiral fracture yep there you go compound and spiral you're right he had a so they did surgery to stabilize it but it was so extensive the damage and the invasiveness of the surgery he ended up getting um oh no there's one where his skin is black lane like it's rotting off of his um, but yeah, it was right after his first surgery or some shit. Yeah. So right after his first surgery, his leg was rotting and eventually they had his whole, I, I don't know what they call this, but he had concentric link rings around his leg. And then each ring had pins all around it, like spokes in a tire that, uh, pinned into his leg to stabilize the bone. And for like six months, basically, you can see that picture right there that Lane's got where his knees up in the air. You can yeah. see the device they had to put in his legs. So he had like probably like a, damn near a hundred pins in his leg. Yeah, I can't find this. And eleven surgery. surgeries. Yeah, it, you imagine having crazy. eleven fucking surgeries? No thank. What the hell did Where's you see this leg at? Yeah, where'd you see this image at? Oh, it was all over Twitter. Yeah. I can't remember what. Uh, I'll have to find that link. His leg was rotting. How did he let it get so fucking bad? It just sometimes when you have those types of extensive surgeries, it can just happen. The skin just dies. Damn. I bet that stunk. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking forward to here, oh. Lane. I'm not 
I think I found it. Yeah, I just typed picture of leg after surgery. Yeah, that's it. And that's it. Holy gross. He yeah, survived that. The, he keeps look at the his leg. Ankle. Look at his ankle. Yeah. You can see where the rods are at in his leg. Yeah. And the skin's just falling off of it. The article I read said that if he wasn't a professional athlete, they wouldn't have spent the time trying to make sure he kept his leg. Otherwise, a normal American like you and I probably wouldn't have kept our leg. Yeah, definitely. And he's still um, talking about playing next year. Yeah, he wants to play. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, you're just lucky to be alive still after that, dude. What a tough that son of a bitch. You can get in your bloodstream and kill you. Spread yeah. the infection to your brain, your heart, your lungs. What a fucking trooper, man. Yeah, that's a tough son of a bitch. I felt so fucking bad when that happened to him. I just broke my heart, dude. That guy gives Same. everything he's got to any endeavor he gets into. Yep, agreed. I watched him struggle for years with the Niners, going through five coaches in six years, you know. And then Harbaugh finally turned him into a, a semblance of a quarterback, and then Kaepernick came in and swooped that job right out from under him. Who was the linebacker it's guy that was his coach to begin with? Oh, Mike Singletary. Singletary destroyed him. I, I read yeah. stories about before his first game ever starting. He told him, "You screw up one time, you're done. I will destroy your career." And they said after that, yeah. he became check down Alex. You know, I was just like, "Fuck, I can't screw up." And I just stuck Singletary him. was fucking intense. Probably yeah, a bit too intense. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, when Mahomes got drafted, Alex went out and had his best season ever. Because he's like, damn, dude, this kid is a fucking rock. I got yeah. fucking throwing downfield, and he finally opened up a little bit. And I think he led the league in deep yard passing that year. Alex Smith of all fucking yep. people. Right. Uh oh. Bye, Chase. Yeah, I gotta roll out. I gotta go feed the kids. Uh, you're leaving. Wait, wait. Before you go, we gotta do some marble racing. All right, I called him right. What? Um, actually, bring your kids in. They could guess too. What is that? What is that? Go back. You choose the marble. Yeah. I got eight. Wait. Choose, choose a color, and we watch it roll down the hill. Are these uh, marbles or are these Easter eggs? They're it's Easter, Easter eggs. Egg yeah. I'm going green, number three. I'll go with number two. Damn it, Lane. I was going to go with hazelnut, too. Now I think I'll just go plain chocolate. Just no, I already got plain chocolate. You can have duo chocolate. Wait, there's yes. plain chocolate? Duo chocolate. Number eight, the reds, number, plain chocolate. I'm going with number four. Plain chocolate. Four, and your banana split. Hazelnut. Yeah. Here we go. What, this is Here five minutes long? Go. No. Hey, Turn the audio on. I think there's a couple of different matches. Oh, uh, let's go green. What are them eggs or marbles? They're eggs. They're eggs. Oh man, that oh, man. is not good coming out of the gate. Me and me and Lane. What color are you? Purple? Yep, shake and bake. Whoa. Oh, there what just happened? There we go. Oh, We're back. Computer almost went to sleep, I think. <laughs> Holy oh. shit, hazelnuts Whoa. going. Hazelnuts just tore Lane's it off. already watched this video. He knows who won. No, I didn't yeah. watch this. Yeah, I don't believe it. See, here comes here comes milk chocolate. Where the hell is the yellow? 
I moved a third. Way barely. behind. Oh, shit. Oh! Uh-oh. You just got All overtook. Right. Wait. No. There we go. I'm back oh, in it. Oh, god damn it. Is that red or purple? Wait for that fourth quarter to happen. I know. That's <laughs> when we'll die. Oh, there. It happened. The darker purple passed me. Oh, green is gone. God damn it. And, uh, yeah, I'm still way back there. Hey, it's close. It's close. Now none of us are in it. Yeah. Shit. Uh, For a second, a I thought left. you subscribed. There's a lot of race left. No, this is Jelly Marble Race. That's the end of it. There it is. I got third, it looks like. Maybe. Wait, wait, wait. Holy shit. There comes mine? yellow. There's yellow. Oh, I got third. Oh, oh. No, I got fourth. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Oh right dang! Shit, I don't even think green finished. <laughs> I don't. I didn't either. Holy cow! Yeah, hasn't well eight. that. Well, that turned into a shit show after leading most of the race. Looks like I won. Uh huh. Well, whatever, Chase. Whatever, Chase. Bye. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's, <laughs> that's Jelly's Bye. Marble Bye. Runs Bye. on YouTube. Check them out. They're entertaining. I've actually spent like five hours watching them before. Oh really? <laughs> you are bored as fuck, aren't you? Yeah. All right, have fun. Yeah. See ya. Fuck you, Chase. Bye. Later. Wait, Chase. what'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> I removed him before he could finish his thought. Um, <laughs> go back to football for a little bit. There you go. Oh, no, maybe not. Where did uh, old boy go? Oh, I'm sure he's taking a piss. <laughs> That was just weird, but so who do you think had the best draft team out of all the teams? Oh, you know, uh, I like a lot what the Broncos did. Yeah, um, I mean, I gotta say, I, I do love what the Chiefs did. Um, it would have been nice to see him take a more premier player at cornerback, uh, but. The yeah. guys that did take a cornerback, they were extremely high on. Uh, and they had an awesome undrafted free agent list. Um, Cowboys had a hell of a draft, too. Man, they, the cornerback they got in the second, they were saying that they wouldn't have been surprised if they took him in the first. And they still got yeah. C.D. Lamb falling in their lap and got the yeah. guy that they supposedly were targeting in the second for cornerback. That's, That's pretty true. Good. They had a good one. Um. I think uh, as far as Tom Brady is concerned, Buccaneers, you know, I think they got some good pieces to help him out. I don't know how, yeah. how much it helps the team as a whole, but they definitely got stuff to help out Tom Brady, which, you know, that should help out the team as a whole. Right. The Colts had a really good draft, too. Yeah, their name popped in my head, but I couldn't remember who the hell they got. Uh, they, they got uh, old Jonathan Taylor. Thomas, from you know, and then I uh, for that pick from the Rams. Yeah, Marlon Mack's a good back, right? So they've got a really good duo now. I think Mack's good at catching the ball. I know Taylor's like you know he, he Mack probably turns into your third down back. I think in that situation, yeah, probably in time. Yeah. Oh, nice work, Lane. That's pretty Thank good. Thank you. I'll be uh, interested to see how um, 
Oh, what's the burner guy from Alabama? The Raiders got. Oh Ruggs. yeah, he's uh, Henry Ruggs, man. Yeah, they they swooped in and took him before we were going to. But oh well, no, we still got Brandon Ayuk. Reported the rumor out that they were going to trade up to get him, and yeah. the Raiders got him. So I don't know. The at least in the Chiefs Twitterverse, they were all saying like, "Oh, fucking the GM for the Chiefs." Um. Floated those rumors to make them take him early, you know, waste the draft pick. So I'd be interested There's, to see how he does, though. I mean, that guy's definitely a freak, fast athlete. Um, yeah, good route yeah, runner. But he he could he could be good if they can get him trained up right. It's definitely better than when they uh, drafted Darius Hayward Bay. Yeah, like right. six seven was, years ago, where he just goes and. <laughs> Couldn't run a route, but could run a four, you know, a sub four four forty, you know. Yeah. But never mind, he couldn't run all of the route tree. I think that's the big difference between him and Rugs is that Rugs is that fast almost and can run most of those routes that you know, Rugs is somewhere to in hill where he's not just fast, but he's also can accelerate, you know, out of yeah. his shoes. Yeah. If you can if you can move fast and accelerate like that, you know, you should be able to learn a route tree because you. You're not gonna run too fast to make a cut, you know, and, and do the nuances yeah. you need. He can you're, eat you're, nuance. Exactly. I keep getting distracted by that rotting leg. It's fucked. <laughs> Man, yeah. his calf muscle is gone. Yeah. I can't imagine you'd be able to use that leg that well after even after he heals. There's just gotta be well, you saw yeah. the videos of him dragging the, the, the weight sled behind him and shit, you know? Like, yeah. If you're He's doing, doing that, you've, that's pretty tough on anybody's leg, let alone yeah, somebody that's that has a, leg reconstructed. He has to grow a whole, whole new leg muscle. Everything has to be brand new, right? I think he well, actually had parts of his muscles in his opposite leg amputated and inserted into just, the other leg. But yeah, he had a... Other yeah, leg. part of his quad from his other yeah. leg was used <laughs> as a you know new muscle down there. Yeah. Um, if he plays, yeah, like a good athlete too. I mean, he's no slouch as yeah. far as If he plays football next it's year, true. it's like a goddamn miracle. Yeah, it puts in Teddy Bridgewater came back from a lot, but I would say that yeah, this, this is, is beyond bigger than Bri Yeah. First thing that popped in my head was like Bridgewater was insane. This is Dude, grown, crazy. <laughs> grown men cried when Bridgewater hurt his leg. Did you ever read that story? Oh, yeah. <laughs> grown men ran away from that huddle crying because they saw his leg and they were freaking the fuck out. What was wrong with that? <laughs> uh, he, he, he basically planted in a drop back and yeah. pretty innocuous. He was Untouched. just, yeah, just dropped back to throw and his leg snapped like it was made from balsa wood. Mm hmm. Hmm. Both both bones in the shin. Bye. Wow. Yeah. Just anything weird like that? Just nope. Like that uh, basketball player in the NCAA tournament who uh, shot that oh, three pointer. Global Cardinals. Uh, yeah. Ward, I think, was his last name. Yeah. Landed and bloop. The thing was just, yeah. you know, doing this. Actually, more like that. But yeah. Bananas. No thanks. Where? That was his last name. Where? Yep. 
There you go. And he came back and played the next year too, if memory serves. Yeah, yeah. He only played a few games with the Cardinals. Ended up transferring, and I think he washed out after that. But um, not unimaginable, you know, with that type of injury. Yeah, I like. I mean, I'm actually a Louisville Cardinal fan. That's my favorite team. Um, oh, okay. My family's all from Kentucky, but uh, yeah, I was. He was a guy I was always excited when he came off the bench. When that happened, oh man, that was tough to see. But yeah. I saw it live too, and I just sat there, and you, you couldn't help but watch. But at the same time, oh, Pino was just like grotesque. looking, he's just like, you know, covering his own yeah. face. He's like, not away from <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much. They won a championship though. That was later taken away. Taken away. <laughs> <laughs> the championship that never was. Man, there's been a lot of college basketball teams in the last 20 years that have had to vacate championships because of recruiting bullshit. Right. Really? And I thought, yeah, and I thought football was bad, but shit, basketball puts all that oh, shit to basketball shame. Basketball is insane. With all the um, stuff coming out with uh, out of basketball and Adidas and Nike and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. I, we'll see what happens, but there was I was following those investigations for a long time really closely. And they were saying, like, this might destroy, like, all of college sports. There was stuff getting into football, baseball, women's yeah. volleyball. Like, it was – we'll see what ends up happening. Uh, I haven't read anything for a while about it, but they were like, man, this stuff is so corrupt. And yeah. maybe it's going to get swept under the rug. I, I don't know. Just because now you're hearing the NCAA talking about allowing players now to, to take payments for different stuff and – um, that might really change the game and just kind of maybe yeah, – like, I don't know. You wonder if they're going to enact some form of statute of, limit, statute of limitations or if they're just going to be like, well, we're changing it, so we're not going to worry about all of that anymore. You know? I think – well, I, I think from what I had read, there were so many major programs across all of sports yeah, that Creighton they were fighting stuff there. on. I think they were like, <laughs> you know, if we prosecute this stuff, there will be no college sports. Yeah, damn near. Everyone, everyone's guilty of it, essentially. Well, Patino, a good chunk of it. Yeah. For, at the Louisville Cardinals, before they got in trouble, he came out and was like, it's impossible to recruit anymore. I cannot go. Louisville's an Adidas school. He said, like, I cannot go and recruit players unless their high school team is rep by Adidas. Yeah. They, they, their reps will not allow us to even communicate with them. Yeah, it's it's there's nothing I can do about it. And then that's when they got busted for recruiting infringements or infractions. Who the school or Nike? It, it it's basically from what I've read, it, it's the schools and athletic apparel, sports apparel. It, yeah. It's a business, you know. Like they're it's, they're well, there's one guy. And there's like high. one guy too mixed in there as well. And I forget his name, but he was like a liaison in some fashion. So he's like the primary guy that was involved with these deals with Adidas between like Kentucky and Louisville and even a player, a player too from Creighton that they were going after. He was involved in, in that shit too. But yeah, it's, it's like one or two guys that were like, they were, I'm using air quotes, but they were like player, um, 
like not agents, but guys that they would just like lean on, like I don't know, father figures without the official title. But yeah, and what they ended up doing was those types of shady deals on the backside. Like, yeah, we'll we'll come to your school if you give us seventy grand. You know, you know, since you're since you're wearing Nike, you know, my guy wants to wear Nike when he goes to college. So he, but his, but his mom needs a uh, his mom needs seventy grand for blah blah blah. So here you go. Right. <laughs> Reggie Bush. Yeah. LeBron James. Yeah, showing up to showing up to school in a Hummer. Go fuck yourself. There's no way. No way that kid just could afford that in high school. Yeah. Well, maybe that's why we do need the salary caps. Well, there's no salary cap in college, but. But it's probably now a good idea. It's not, I mean, yeah, it's probably a pretty good idea to just let these kids make money off their likeness because then you don't have the added, like, enticement of these backside deals like, you know, some guy trying to get money out of a, out of school just to get the kid to go. Well, take that away and let these kids make money wherever they go, you know, no matter what they do. If they want to make a... a a car dealership commercial or if they want to jump on a billboard showing off like cheese whiz, like let them do it, man. Fuck off. Well, you know, and I totally agree with them. Allow them to make money on that type of stuff because you're one play away from having your career destroyed. Yeah. You know, like, the way these colleges sell themselves to kids is you're going to make money because we're going to put you in the pros, but one injury happens, your career is over. Let them go ahead and make money while they can do it. I don't fucking blame them. And they don't even get health insurance, right? Correct. No health insurance while they're playing football, they're basketball, getting education, tennis. Which according you are to getting that free education. People doing their homework and tests for you, which they got busted for, and the NCAA did nothing. While uh, Nebraska was handing out books to people, and we got busted. <laughs> yeah, it, there's a, definitely a big favoritism going on in that uh, – so many schools got in trouble for shit. And it, it, from my perspective, it seemed like the NCAA, as far as punishment goes, were very selective. They're like, you know, Louisville had the hookers or whatever in a dorm room, but UNC's out there having people take tests and doing homework for the athletes. They had nothing happen to them. Louisville yeah. has to forfeit a championship and postseason for the next year. You know, it, it's – they kind of pick and choose, you know, and NCAA can't obviously can't govern itself. They, they play favorites. If you're a big draw school like UNC is, they're going to allow you to keep doing what you're going to do because they're going to keep making money off you. There's got to be lobbyists. I'm almost, almost sure oh, of it. You know, that, yeah, pretty much. There's, there's people in NCAA's pockets, you know, where they're like, Hey, you know, it'd probably be best if you didn't, you know, cite this school for this, you know, even though, or, blah, blah, or blah, blah, if it's just like you know what, go go ahead and take it out on Urban Meyer, but don't take it out on Ohio State. You know, Urban Meyer's right. got in trouble everywhere he's been. <laughs> oh, I, know. I know that's the that's the best part. Like he scoots out right before trouble starts. And, he, and he's at three institutions. Calipari from Kentucky, same story. Everywhere he's yeah. gone, there's a uh, you know, my my brother. Um, he worked with a couple guys that played college basketball. One of them was a freshman. He was at Louisville, one of the top recruited guys. He didn't pan out in college, but he ended up at Creighton. Um, but he had ties to all these different schools 
So he always knew all this insider type stuff. And he was talking about how Kentucky and Calipari set up typical car dealership deals with players where they're supposedly working, but really all they did was like walk there once a week and clock in and then leave, you know, so they're there for all of five minutes collecting a paycheck for thousands of dollars. Hmm. Yeah. But- like those kids at uh, the Oklahoma, uh, the starting quarterback and offensive lineman from Oklahoma that worked mm-hmm. for the car dealership. Oh yeah. I think, I think every school does that to uh, you know, a certain extent. It's just definitely some, major D one schools do. Ha- some yeah. of them have been caught, yeah. you know, I don't even know if they've been caught. It's more like from my perspective, I think it's to a point where it's like, well, how blatant are you being? And how much does the NCAA not care about you because whatever, you know, they're like, people know what's happening. We'll pick and choose the schools that get in trouble. Yeah. (sighs) Well, what are you going to do about it? Keep watching sports. Yeah. When, when, when when we get them, which do you guys really think we're going to have a college football this year? If we have NFL football, I would say that we will probably have college football. I think we'll I, I don't. I don't see how they they couldn't have college if we got NFL. The only difference being is like NFL or college has hundreds of players on teams, right? So there might be some scaling back as far as the amount of people they're traveling with and stuff, but. Right. If NFL can figure out figure it out, I would think college football can figure it out. I there will be college there will be football in some form in the fall. Whether it's a short season too, I could see. I don't think they have a short season. If they're going to play, they're going to play. I think it would be probably what's going to happen. I would imagine is you may not have fans in the stadium. Well, yeah, yeah. They're going to watch if you put it on TV, regardless if there's fans or not in the stadium. People are going to watch. And then hungry to watch. Look how they're freaking out about MJ's fucking documentary right now. And and speaking to that, that anyone will watch anything. Did you guys watch the Husker Spring game? There wasn't one. Well, kind of. Was there? Um, so someone put together an NCAA football spring game. So they and how they formatted it was they they basically made the red and white teams out of legendary Huskers. So uh, the white defensive line had Indomitian Sue and Rich Glover and Grant Wistrom. And then the racist. Reds. What? Seems kind of racist. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Two black guys and a white guy? No, it's just that he's called the white team. Well, it's because, well, and then the red team. So it's red, like I know, I know. Yeah, the red, the red team had like Mike Rogier at running back and Amir Abdullah. This is like an NCAA uh, football simulation on Madden or yeah. whatever. Okay. Yep, it was a it was an NCAA football simulation, and everyone made it like Johnny Rogers was was in there. Uh, a bunch of old guys like, Scott and then Duong, Scott Frost uh, was not. In that game, and if he was, maybe he was like a maybe he was a backup quarterback. But the starting quarterbacks was Crouch for the white team and Tommy Frazier for the red team. Hmm. So who won the Reds? Won. Uh, I think it was the Red. They won like thirty nine to thirty eight, and it ended 
up being quite the shootout. I yes, I I watched all four quarters of this. Watch <laughs> it on uh, Facebook Live. They uh, they basically it was like the Husker website or uh, one of the um one of the uh, Husker websites or you know the 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 Husker news something. sites. I think they yeah. they they streamed it basically, so you could watch it on that. It was like you could it was, watch it on Twitter and. Was it a, a sim though, right? game, or did they have people uh, playing it? No, it was a real sim. So, like, okay. you actually watch. And not only that, Gary Sharp and Matt Davison did commentary over it. So, <laughs> like, they it, it was yeah. So it was treated as a real game. That's and then nice. in between, in between a play, you had the old Gary Sharp coming in, and I uh, just want to say that you know this is for the soybean farmers, blah 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 blah. You know, like. <laughs> So even they treated it, they even threw a little ad in there, you know, sometimes too, mm-hmm. but you could tell at first, like Matt Davison was kind of bored with it. Like the, cause you could, they would show him at the same time, kind of like how we're sitting here. They had them two sitting off on the side while you're watching the game. And you could see Matt was just kind of like eh, at first, but by the third and fourth quarter, he was in. He was locked in. He was like, "Oh yeah, look at Bobby Newcomb coming down with that pass or some <laughs> shit like that." And you know, so it was pretty football, cool. You know, it was, yeah. it was weird because all, it, one weird part of it was that it was like all of these old Huskers, right? So you have the offense, like Irving Fryer from the scoring explosion. Everyone's from the option offense, but it was Nebraska's like offense from 2013, which you know Tim Beck had that spread. So that was the offense basically being used was the spread. So you had Tommy Armstrong or Tommy Armstrong, Jesus Christ. Tommy Frazier probably threw 40 times. Eric Crouch probably threw 34 times or something like that. He didn't throw as much, but that first half, Tommy, Tommy probably threw almost 20 passes in the first half. Maybe only completed half of them, but it was like, he just, for whatever reason, the game decided to call a bunch of pass plays, which kind of sucked because you would hope like some zone read maybe, or some option would be nice so then you could see him run but then by the second half tommy frazier's character was like just letting it loose running down the field just scorching the defense and crouch's character was pretty fast too and um but you had indomitian sue and rich glover showing up all the time because that's just an unfair duo to put next to each other and you know go rush a quarterback but ended up being more entertaining than i thought yeah I'm I'm curious about that. It's probably up on uh, YouTube still. But, but it, it 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 served a purpose, I guess. We didn't really get a real spring game, and some fans give a crap about that. I'm not one that actually cares about a spring game. I kind of gave up on them after the. The spring game before the cat. So it was the one where uh, Jack ran that touchdown. That was the last spring game I ever went to. And I haven't cared to go back. It was a good one to end on. Yeah, that, that's a good way to do it, I guess. That's That was like still bow era too, wasn't it? Correct, yeah. Mike Riley didn't make me want to go see a, um, a spring game. And I guess for the better part, Scott Frost hasn't either yet. He was such a nice guy, though. Mike was pretty nice, you know, uh, you know, gotcha. <laughs> he's just, 
you know, I thought the I thought the fellas played hard. You know, we gave them the hip hip hooray at the end. Uh, you know, it's pretty good. Thanks, appreciate it. I worked on that a lot when I was when he was you know our coach. There it is. Oh, there we oh, go. I, I thought I had it. Oh, just the end. Yeah. So look at that. Yeah. So if you see, like they're they're in spread formation. You know, crowd. power just, option out of the spread formation. <laughs> right. Let's go and see. We're doing all this shit. Apparently, right it does. Apparently, you're using a bunch of bandwidth. Well, there, I right? don't know why. I'm not like hosting a podcast or anything. <laughs> right. Oh. Oh. Well, that's cool. Oh, yeah. That's good to know. It's out there, people. Look it up. I bet this is entertaining. I'd like to see all sorts of teams do something like that, you know? Yeah. Kind of, and you know what? It's really funny is like player Crouch were actually tweeting during the game. Like, he was like, man, I wish I would get rid of the ball sooner because he was getting sacked a bunch. Mm-hmm. You know? So you could, I mean, I think even Jay Rogers might have tweeted something about it too, but yeah. And you'd think like Johnny Rogers would get involved like super fast, but he really didn't do anything until the fourth quarter. And then he catches like two quick, quick touchdowns to kind of like pull his team, you know, within reach, I guess, because they were down quite a bit. But yeah, and it's weird that I remember all this shit about a fake fuck spring game. Well, that's but. what happens when you don't have real sports. Yeah. No, you got to make do somehow. That is much better. Good grief. Entertaining. So, um, on to our last topic of the night. Has anyone seen the UFO videos? Yes. I remember watching them on. Yeah. I remember watching one of them on Joe Rogan. Oh, okay. When I. Not to talk about the podcast on a podcast, but. He had uh, (laughs) the Blink-22 Tom on. No, he actually had that. He had one of the the fighter pilots from our Navy that actually um, engaged one of these, uh, you know, UFOs that were that were getting. So the one that was um, out near Diego, California, because one of these two they released, one's out on the East Coast, and then the other one was out on the West Coast by San Diego. And Joe had the the pilot that followed that one. So if you haven't watched that, that's actually a good watch because that the pilot i mean he hasn't been silenced or told to stop so like he's out there just talking exactly everything that he saw like how it changed directions differently than anything he's followed like it was almost like it had gravity propulsion as opposed to like thrusters Hmm. so it was like it just and then it disappeared right as they were getting close to it and He's like, we were above it. It was just hovering over the water. We came down to engage it. And then all of a sudden, it just disappeared, right? So they go hightail it back to um, where they were originally when they received the call to to go out and check this out. And while they're on their way back, they get a call that says, hey, so that uh, thing you're following, it's actually here. Hmm. It had, in a split second, gone 20 miles from where they were engaging it and it was all the way back to where they were near San Diego in that split second they had gone 20 miles wow 
But this yeah. video of the UFO has been out for a couple of years. I mean, one of these is from 2004, I think, right? Yeah, it's been leaked for a while. It's just the government finally got around to saying, eh, okay, we'll declassify it. Exactly. And then the crazy thing that the Pentagon actually released it and said, yep, this is a real video. It's not. They've over. been releasing a lot of stuff in the last five or seven years. So have you yeah. seen what Trump said about it? Hell of a video. A hell of a is video. Is that what he said? That's yeah. a hell of a video. Just wonder if it's real. Well, I hope they vote for me. Well, it was a hell of a video. I mean, what do you, what, what what can you say? You know about about Everybody this video. Knows. It was hell of They're a video. They're really crazy spaceships. You, you got to get the hands in there. You know, no. <laughs> so good, so good. Derek, your impression spot on, though, man. Like, I don't know many people personally that can do a Trump as well as you. Oh, there we go. Everybody says, including my friend Ryan, ask Ryan. He says, I'm really good at doing impressions <laughs> of Trump. <laughs> the greatest. The Maybe greatest. the greatest, perhaps. I don't know. Perhaps. Everybody's saying that. <laughs> That's the best. Everyone's saying it. So. <gasps> Who's everyone? <laughs> you, I, me. It's all me. <laughs> it's tremendous. It's tremendous. Hell of a video, Derek. Hell of a video. So that's what Trump said about it? Just just hell of a video? Yeah. I mean, I think that's just him, like, trying to... I don't know. If it doesn't affect the economy, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> you that's think disclosure is a real thing? Like, they're slowly trying to just trickle stuff out and disclose about all aliens and stuff, or what? Well, the thing about those videos is they were already leaked. Like, so they had been out there for a while. So I think anything that gets leaked, they'll probably declassify. I'm not so sure they're just going to start like showing us a bunch of UFO shit. They'll they'll basically react as opposed to be proactive. That's kind of my t my thoughts on it. But what about like about all this stuff? Ten maybe twelve years ago, they they had that uh, a bunch of former government officials. They had that. No, oh, yeah. Big uh, meeting That's when right. they came out and disclosed all the stuff. It wasn't an official government disclosure. I know what uh, you're talking about now. Yeah, really, that one guy. Yeah. Um, the, another guy that's uh, Bob. Uh, what's his name? Bob. Uh, oh, man. Not Odenkirk. <laughs> no. Bob. I know you're talking about. Um, yeah, I can't even like him. He's basically been. Uh, there's rumors that he has ele the element 115 or whatever, because he used to work in Area 51 or some shit like that. Bob so, Lazar. Bob Lazar. Thank you. That's the man right there. So, yeah, he. If that's is that who you're talking about, D? Um, I don't know if he was part of what I'm talking about or not. He might have been. I don't think he was. Um, what I'm talking about was a bunch of people that were across all forms of government, military or otherwise, um, they came out and, 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 and had this huge um, uh, meeting with like the media and stuff. And they all gave accounts of either personal experiences or second, third hand experiences. Um, and basically saying like, Hey, this shit's fucking happening. Uh, the government's not releasing it, but you all need to know. So it was like something like 20 different government or former government employees that came out. Um, I'm pretty sure I, I think I was still in college or I had just graduated. So it was right around 10 years ago. That's the disclosure project. 
That was a. Um, I yeah. think it precedes the disclosure project, but it might have led to that. Yeah, I think that was part of a. They had them on all the national news stations, like when it when it came out. Um, a lot of the major news stations, um, did a live feed uh, of it. Yeah, and that was kind of like the first one, essentially, where they all got together to say that you know, hey, we're not crazy. We've seen shit. And it's slowly <laughs> been trickling out since then. Yeah, and you're probably right. Um lane there they're probably going to slowly just as the the years go release more and more it makes me wonder kind of like, like what is still being like held from us like yeah. if these types of videos are there like what the fuck do they really have well you know some of the stuff you know rindlesham forest where they have uh the whole audio tape of stuff that went on for like three nights in a row some video um, I mean, that was a crazy experience. Um, there's a lot of stuff involving the military and, and nuclear specifically bases, or at least bases that house nuclear capabilities, uh, that are out there now. And, uh, people that were involved have been talking about it for decades and the government hasn't officially had a stance as far as confirmation on their end. Uh, but there's a lot of, like I said, there's the audio you can listen to from Rindlesham. Um, there's a lot of stuff with the Iraqi war, uh, or not Iraq war, but uh, Iraqi army um, that has come out of there. Um, basically, anywhere with a nuclear facility, uh, as far as warheads go, um, you can probably find UFO stories from um, from people that worked at those facilities. So what about Space Force? What about it? Is it there to protect us from UFOs, or what's it doing? Has they even have they even talked about outside of it working in space? Like, is it supposed to defend us from things in space? Is, is that what's it's for? I don't know if they've given us a mission statement. I'll look it up. Well, um, I mean, we have Trump the Air Force saying that flies. we're going to go back to the moon now, and they want to start harvesting um, minerals or. Yeah, not moon rocks. We want more moon stuff. rocks. There's like rare earth minerals that they think are more prevalent on the moon that they want to start harvesting. I would assume, this is my conjecture, is that as far as Space Force goes, it's going to be protecting American interests as far as um, raw materials. Mm -hmm. uh, so those like rare earth minerals are important things. Things they're mining. Or, uh, making like cell phones, nanotechnology. Okay. Um, China basically has, as far as Earth-based stuff goes, they have the corner market. They bought up all these lands in, in, in America, especially in Africa. And another big deposit that they think that, that exists is on the moon. So I would say that the Space Force is probably going to be intended to defend uh, an American interest as another resource to find those because we lost out on that race to China to put claims in that shit here terrestrially. All right, so listen to this. The U.S. Space Force mission is to organize, train, and equip space forces in order to protect U.S. and allied interest in space and to provide space capabilities to the joint force. So, yeah, they're going to protect the mining of the moon. Did you hear about this, Ryan, that we're allowed to mine the moon now? That's neat. 
technically not allowed. I mean, um, international to be fair, the moon otherwise, but th this is going to happen regardless of what international treaties were made 50 years ago. Yeah. For the most part, the moon, I mean, there's theories out there, but I mean, the moon has been created by just the same shit that the earth is made out of. Um, hmm. So it's yeah, it's it's the same minerals. Actually, it's no. the same soil. It's just not. No. It just hasn't been touched by humans. They think the Earth or the Moon actually came from somewhere else, and we captured it into our orbit. Well, nobody really knows. I think the, the dominating theory is that we were struck by an asteroid, and it was yeah. so large that it flung out. A bunch of deep earth material from like the below the mantle and and all that shit collected coalesced into the moon and got trapped. That's in the moon. one. It's yeah, a different the... age, though. Well, no, no, it's not. It's I mean, well, sure. I mean, from a from a I mean, celestial point of view, yeah, it's a different age because the Earth was formed first. Um, and D Derek, that's the the theory that I've I've heard the most is that we were struck by a pretty hefty sized meteor, and uh, between that and the remnants of that explosion going out into space, our gravity and its own gravity, I guess, was formed, and that's why it doesn't rotate on it. Uh, you know why we only see the same side of the moon. You know? It does rotate on an axis, but it coincidentally rotates on an axis to the point where we only ever see the same side but yeah exactly so this says that they thought that they were the same age 4.57 million years old billion years old but new analysis of lunar rock suggests the earth's moon is actually 200 million years younger than previously thought okay so yeah there's there's two theories about it you know I hadn't read anything about them being the same age. I always thought the moon was a lot younger than the Earth. Same. Okay. Well, there's. I mean, do you really think it came from the moon or the Earth, though, and not? Well, the prevailing yeah. theory is what we said, but I mean, it. It's. You know, they're looking at, I, I don't know if circumstantial is the right word, but, you know, as, as, as much evidence as they've collected, or at least have it disseminated to people, that's the prevailing theory. But, I mean, honestly, it's not confirmed. Yeah. Um, I, not, not that I'm a moon expert. Well, I know I they've... How to confirm that, but... I know they've taken samples, obviously, corporate yeah. samples while they're out there. And a lot of the same minerals we have, they have there, but... It's going to be more radioactive because there's no there's no atmosphere on the moon, so all of that sun radio uh, you know radioactivity from the sun that just makes that shit pretty lethal more so than what it would be on Earth. Yeah, definitely agreed. But the fact but that I'm... moon and the sun are like in this kind of weird exponential, you know, like equal ration away from the Earth that they look the same size, but yet they're not, you know. Is astronomically impossible almost. And yet, the moon, something like every year, it's three feet further away from the Earth. It's slowly spinning away from the Earth. So it used to be larger. We just happen to live in that special time where it's from our visual distance, it looks and appears to be about the same size as the sun. 
Hmm. And it's going to be thousands of years before it would look any different, you know? Yeah. Oh, billions. Or any smaller. Billions, or, yeah. That Everything moves at that speed, you or, know, except for humans. <laughs> or it's aliens. Aliens. I'm not aliens. saying it's aliens, but it's aliens. The moon could be a big, giant alien. Or like no, that's Star Wars shit. Big giant alien, alien poop floating in the space. Isn't China trying to build a station on the opposite side of the moon? Is that's that supposedly where I... the alien base is at. They took photos. They flew yeah. a lunar around and took photos of the far side. So they're still. That's what Transformers said. Yeah. Okay. That was a conspiracy before Transformers. Well, and that's a whole thing, conspiracy okay. theory going on with Hollywood, where they're disseminating information to prepare people for the eventuality of yeah. that type of stuff. <laughs> Aliens coming from the moon and attacking America. So when we start hearing about aliens showing up, everyone's going to watch Independence Day to get ready. That's that's kind of the prevailing theory, I guess. Yeah. Or uh, Battleship. Yeah, there you go. Starship Troopers. Yeah. War Between Worlds or War of the Worlds. War of the Worlds. There you go. <laughs> E.T. Maybe. <laughs> Just throw E.T. in there because it's wholesome. Yeah. Fingers. What? E.T. He's got turds for fingers. Mm. They do yeah. look like little... Uh, they look like they. someone took a bunch of... Um, uh, tootsie rolls, like they just stuck a bunch of tootsie rolls together, and that's how they made his finger. Yeah, um, yeah. It painted them, that. Put a little wire yeah. in it, a little electrode on it, so it wiggles. With a little light at the end of it. E, you know. E good. I feel like I've only watched ET as a child, and I didn't really care for it. And yeah. I don't, I'm not really interested in watching it as an adult. Yeah, I, I think I watched watch it in my twenties for the first time. No, no, I, I'd I, seen I it. it, it. Um, I, I watched it though. I think it was last year, the year before. I watched it again. I think it was on Netflix for a hot second. How yeah, did you feel? <laughs> um, nostalgic. I wanted to be good. Not no. Hmm. All right. It's kind of fun watching those movies as an adult, you know, if they were run when you're a kid, because you don't see the same things, you know, back then that you do now. Yeah. After I watched the ET, I had to watch the uh, other Spielberg movie. Um, oh, God. Close Encounters? The... Yeah, Close Encounters. Yeah, I've never seen that one. That's a pretty good one. I've been hanging to watch some. Uh... Uh, Mars Attacks. Dak, Dak. Dak, Dak. Dak, Dak, Dak. Yeah, that's a great movie. That's actually a pretty good one, you know? Jack, and I'm a big Jack. Michael J. Fox fan, if you can't tell, between my hat and the clock in, my, in the back. But, uh, yeah, I I watched that one, too. What's the clock? It is there. What does it that say? Clock? It's... I don't know if you'll be able to out see of time, it. Out of time. But yeah, it's out of time. Yeah, that's the, the license plate from the DeLorean back nice. in the future. Hell Turned yeah. into a clock. You had that as an actual license plate or is that a... 
no, someone someone found that on online and bought it for me. Nice. I wouldn't have thought yeah. that was a Michael J. Fox hat either until he said it clearly is though, huh? Yeah, from from number two. Do you have the shoes that lace up? Uh, I do not have that type of money, unfortunately. They're available now. They at least make yeah. them, but yeah, I I just don't have that type of money now. How much are those? Thousands. Seriously? Yeah. They do make them though. Like you can, like here, uh, you could probably find them. But... I think it was 2015 when like that movie had its anniversary or whatever, wasn't it? Or it was 16. I don't remember, but yeah, I'm pulling it up now. Yeah, you can get them for 500 bucks. Wow, Nike's got the Air Mag Back to the Future. Well, 300. I wonder what the actual power laced ones would be, though. But that doesn't seem to be what they're not. Have you, they, uh, don't, they don't self lace. Oh no, nope, you're right. I'm sorry. Yep, 300 bucks for the ones that auto that have the auto laces. Oh, that ain't too bad. I don't know, man. People spend like thousands and thousands of dollars on shoes that they never wear. It's true. Oh, maybe they're not available anymore because I tried to click the link on them and I got told that that's not available anymore. Yeah, about the so self lace Nikes. Yeah. I just don't understand why we couldn't get a hoverboard. Yeah, they're still working on that shit. Yeah. Maybe another hundred years. Well, that's the alien technology that we're not allowed to have. <laughs> Maybe they just you haven't have released that yet. Fiber optics, but no self-lacing shoes. And we no, we got the shoes. We need the hoverboard. Hoverboard, and then uh, hover conversions for our cars. Yeah, for sure. Well, you need to convert a anti-gravitational propulsion technology into a micro unit that fits underneath a skateboard for that. Well, yeah, and see that UFO that that pilot chased back in 2004 or five or whatnot, that that had the technology. We just need to lasso that motherfucker in and steal it, Borrow steal that it. technology. Yeah. You mind if I check out your you little... your feet to have radiation poisoning? Hmm. Yeah. Trial and error. You just, you know, test it, make it so it's not that bad, put some you know, some buffer in there or some, some form of uh, radioactive lead. shield. Yeah. Lead. There you go. Yeah. It's just like independence day. You just, we'll just get find Michael Smith or Will Smith to drive it. And he'll just yeah. like flip the, just figure it out. He'll flip the post-it upside down and he'll be fine. Yeah. You know? He'll just figure it out. He'll just know. Cause you know, people just He's jump flat. into spaceships like that and can fly it right away. You know, uh, and can interface with windows 95. It's <laughs> oh. proud. Good stuff. So, anything else to trash talk, guys? We've been kind of rambling about some movies here for a little bit. Have you watched any good movies? I watched Indiana watched... Jones the other night. That was good. Nice, nice. The the, one. Which one, though? Which one? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Okay, good, good, good. That's a good one. Yeah, I don't even know if I'm going to watch any other ones. Maybe. So, I've been watching an anime uh, called Overlord. It's kind of cool. Um, if you're into animes, it's a uh, guy that's in a VR video game. They're terminating the game, and he gets 
basically stuck in it. And as far as I know right now, it seems like there was a new game they were coming out with, and it they haven't confirmed it, but I think his consciousness is trapped in there in the old game, and I think they merged it into the new game. So he's still exploring the world that he's in now. That's That's been pretty interesting so far. Sounds a little Westworldy. Yeah, it probably yeah. is. Yeah, a little bit. Which I still haven't seen, by the way. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, I still haven't watched, watched Westworld. I think I watched part of the first episode ever, and I was like, yeah, I know. It didn't stick with me, so I didn't continue. You got confused. It happens. No, it was the first episode. It was like within 20 minutes, I think I quit watching. <laughs> All right. Whatever. I've, yeah, yeah. We've been watching mostly documentaries we're watching uh one about uh, another one of like 45 about um hitler and his uh his team of you know i, I forget what it's called but yeah it's a another hitler documentary that's pretty interesting hmm that's cool i like watching uh we've hitler been watching a cool. shit my kid what was that d so i like watching uh stuff on uh hitler and like the nazis specifically and like the occult uh, it gets into some crazy alien yeah. conspiracies. Apparently, yeah. uh, supposedly there was a yeah UFO before uh, Roswell that led to a lot of the German technology. Oh, well, I've seen the conspiracy that they faked Roswell just to be to be as cool as the Germans that recovered a spacecraft or whatever, even though they recovered it after the World really? War. Really, you know? Huh. Yeah. So they're like we're we're cool like the Germans yeah. and Russians. We have a spacecraft. Huh. I didn't know that. That's funny. Well, it's a conspiracy. Who knows? Oh. All right, guys. Any, anything else we need to get out of the way? Till next week? I can't think of anything else other than just saying thanks for having me on as always. And I should probably shout out my friend who's told me that I should shout him out on, on your podcast several times now. He runs the uh, the Bug Eater Nation Facebook page. <laughs> nice. If you guys get a chance, give him a follow. He shares some interesting stuff. But, uh... Bug Eater Nation? Like the original... Bug Eater Bug Eater Nation. Yeah, it's the, the original name of uh, the Huskers. Nice. All before right. we became the Mastodons. <laughs> and then when we b finally became the Huskers. Can we I never knew we were called the Mastodons. I knew about the Bug Eaters. Yeah. It was really brief. The Mastodons. Yeah, it was not long. Maybe one or two seasons. And obviously, we probably didn't play very well. So it was double not, not memorable. Yeah. Can we have him on the podcast sometime? I'll talk to him. Yeah. I'll make it happen. All right. Cool. Well, Ryan, thanks again for joining us. Derek, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fair moment said hi. <laughs>